Did you ever give any babysitters trouble? Uh, I'll one-up you on this one. Oh. Never had a babysitter before. <gasps> no shit. Oh, you had an older sister. Yeah. <sighs> That's the easy one. Yeah. I, I, uh, I didn't always have an older sister. So when I had one, like when my sister lived with us, I was able to, she was able to watch after me. But before then, I did require a babysitter. I, I was also just left. Ah. Like, I think my parents trusted that I wasn't going to do anything crazy, so I would just be home alone. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, I've i never had a babysitter. Yeah. I uh, I had one when I was younger. I had one, uh, I forget, I think her name was Abby. I had a big crush on her when I was younger. Um, she was really cool. I remember uh, I would always go over to her house. She had a big old house. And... Uh, just like hanging out. She was really sweet. She was, uh, I don't remember too many times, but I do remember, uh, like she had the same effect as a teacher where it's like, if I saw her outside of like her house, like babysitting hours, like we just like met her in town, I'd lose my shit. I was like, what, what are you doing? You exist outside? No way. Yeah. You exist when I need a babysitter. Yeah. Then I got older and uh, I, I remember I went back and my mom introduced me. I was like, oh, my God, I hadn't seen her in forever. She's doing good. Uh, but, yeah, I remember babysitting was always weird. Looking back at it, it was always very, very scary because uh, either a person comes to your house or you get dropped off at their house. And it's always very nerve wracking. My sister babysat people. Did she? Yeah. Okay. Did like kids babysit. came over to your house or no, she went over there? she would go there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but I don't think she really ever babysat me. Hmm. Never, well, that's good. It, it really, wasn't yeah. like a you're babysitting Justin now. Yeah. She's like, you guys are both home alone. Did she ever need a babysitter? No. Okay. I think our parents were just like, they're going to be fine. <laughs> they'll, they'll live. They don't do anything crazy. <laughs> yeah. Most Justin does is he takes apart a TV and doesn't know how to put it back together. <laughs> Fucking silly Justin. What yeah. the fuck? What <laughs> You're you would just take things apart. I want to know how they work. Yeah, I took a lot of things apart when I was a kid. That's what my parents would always say. They'd say, if it's quiet in the house, mm-hmm. uh, it's a problem. You need to find Justin as fast as possible. Oh, because Justin. he's gotten the tools and he's taking things apart. <laughs> the toaster was a big one. I wanted to know how toasters worked. <laughs> so that my parents just found a toaster in shambles in the in the kitchen. No. Yeah. Good thing. It, I, right I, where it is. I think I unplugged it. I pretty I had to have unplugged because I'm alive today. <laughs> but uh yeah, I would just take I would just how does that thing work? And yeah. I'd take it apart. Which is not far off from the exact person I am today. Yeah, that fits. I, I literally say apart. I literally say pulling a Justin when I just want to figure out how something works. Yeah. Yep. I just want to know. Yeah. I just need to understand. Yeah, I was uh I was pretty uh, a quiet kid. I remember my grandma and my mom, they were all like, you were a pretty quiet child, but you needed something to do. I, I was very like, if you gave me the thing to do, I was pretty golden. I wouldn't like fuss too much. Uh, food was a problem for me. I remember I was really picky. I ate noodles. That's what I ate. Everything else, no. Get out of here. You were just really picky about food entirely? Yeah. If like, uh, I wouldn't even eat chicken nuggets unless they were from McDonald's. What? Yeah. Out wouldn't eat mind. Jello. Yeah, Jello was a crazy thing to me. Didn't understand it. So my what's wrong my, with Jello? Yeah, my grandma thought she was like this is gonna be the cutest thing. She made a little cup, Jello, a little bit of whipped cream on top. There you go. I just ate the whipped cream, and then I looked dead at her, and she's like, the best part, Tage, like one of her favorite memories was when apparently I, I, I had a bite of Jello in there and it didn't know. So all of a sudden I had a little bit of Jello, and you just see me panic. I suddenly had a texture in my mouth. I had no idea what to do with. Didn't know how. To, do I swallow? Do I chew? Why is it suddenly liquid? What's going on? And I just panicked. I choked. Lost See, my dude. Lost my I shirt. used to. I used to grab the Jello cups. Oh yeah. I would put the hole over my mouth and I'd mm. squeeze it so the entire thing of Jello would go in my mouth. Oh. And then yeah. I'd go. Yep. Until it became a drink. Like I would swish it around between my teeth until I could just swallow the whole thing. I did that. I like that. Uh, th- later on, after after I learned that Jello wasn't going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, I don't know if. I ate everything. Yeah? I used to really... ask for cans of spinach. Dude. I love canned spinach, bro. You're bold. I'll suck it right down. It's so good. Yeah. I used to ask for cans of tuna. I get tuna, which worked out because we obviously didn't have a whole lot of money back then. Yeah. 
So when I was like, dude, I love tuna and spinach. Mm-hmm. My parents are like, locked out because we can get like 20 cans of tuna yeah. and 15 cans of spinach. And this boy's set. Yeah. I was like, I also really love saltines. Dude, you were perfect. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. And then when we go out anywhere, be like, oh, what's, well, what do you, what do you want to eat, Justin? I, sometimes I would just be like, salmon. Damn. I'm like, what? I was a child. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it says here it's a whole salmon. <laughs> So they come out, it'd be on a piece of wood. It would just be a salmon that was lightly roasted over a fire, but still just looked like a fish. Yeah. And I'd just I'd be like a pig and shit. I'd just be sucking that right now. I'd be so happy. <laughs> happy. Dude, uh, nice. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a very adventurous eater. I was not. I remember uh many times I would go over a friend's house and this is like but I don't know, I I don't know if parents still do this nowadays. It was a thing, it was very sweet. Whenever like I would go over uh, a kid's house and you know I'd be staying late and the parents are like alright we gotta feed this kid like we're gonna have to he's now a part of the dinner uh, so like you know we don't wanna make anything so they'd lean their head in be like hi sweetie do you uh, did your mom make you anything special or like do you do you have any restrict like what's going like what do you like to eat uh, and I said I'd always just be like I like noodles and that like they were usually like oh that's easy dope sweet pasta night S- crushing it every parent had pasta ready to go and so I was always like alright cool fine but every once in a while, they'd have something else, and I was like, "All right, man, I'll, I'll just kind of pick around it." And I, I wouldn't say no, but I, I would be the kid that wouldn't eat much. Oh. But I was also tiny, so they thought I just didn't eat much. But no, I just sucked down noodles until I will say a friend of mine's dad, Jones's dad, he he had enough of me. I remember one day he he was not having it. We were having taco night there, and he was uh, he's passing the thing, and he goes and give me uh, sour cream, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." He's like, "No, no, no, no." I feel like you're going to like sour cream. I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, I think you haven't had it because I get the veggies, but I think you're going to like it. Put sour cream on your, on your, uh, uh, taco right now. So I look, and he's looking dead at me. This dude's a big dude. I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, here we go. Try to bite. Holy shit. Sour cream's amazing. Sour cream's goaded, bro. <laughs> dude, sour cream was so good. Yeah. Dude. I, I think most, most Americanized tacos. Yeah. Cause, cause real tacos are, no, are yeah. amazing, but Americanized yeah. tacos mm-hmm. are just sad without sour cream on them. They are. They're just sad. There's something missing. There's that tart bite to sour cream that makes it, I don't know. It makes it crisp and fresh. Yeah. There's something special really like about it. having like a taco night where you have like, you know, you, you put a bunch of the, the ingredients on the table and you just assemble as you go. Like if you're if you're feeling another taco, you make it, and then there was always like the the freshly opened sour cream you're all digging into. It's a good time. My my power move when I was younger. Okay. For for tacos, for uh, what is the bowls? What do you, what do you call it when when, when tostadas? Is that it? When it's like there's a, it's like a taco, but it's not a taco. It's like a taco shell bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tostada. So I would make. We'd have those. We definitely didn't use that term. Oh, we didn't okay. use a Spanish term. It okay. was just like, it was just like taco, <laughs> taco night in a bowl. Yeah, I I just learned it from uh, our school actually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, from mm. Amda. I would do, uh, I would get a bowl and I'd put, uh, half of a thing of, uh, salsa in it and then half a thing of sour cream in it, mix it together and it was like this pink salsa. Okay. Dude, that oh my gosh, it's so good. What? If it's just a dip that you use with chips, it's the greatest dip of all time. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, there it's just go. one part one part salsa, one part sour cream. Nice. And, oh, my gosh. It looks like the slurry that they make nuggets out of. Oh, that yeah. That pink meat slurry. Yeah. Which also, dude, everyone, you can screw off. Yeah. I think that looks good. Yeah, those that didn't deter me at all. They were like, no. it's just, is this going to make you, like, you're not going to want to eat it? Still do. Yeah, still do. Like this is uh, what do they call it? It's just where all of the all the parts of the meat have been pulled apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at it! It looks like it looks like ice cream, but pink, and it's actually meat. I'm like, that just sounds like an easier way to eat meat to me. <laughs> I'm all about eating meat in all different ways. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, I'm all about that. I will say those uh, that whole bit of like even like um. Uh, what was it? Supersize me. It's like the 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 campaign to make you uh, eat better by, I guess like 
not dehumanizing, but kind of trying to gross you out by the food companies never worked on me. Yeah. Never phased me. I was like, and dude, I don't. When they show how sad the animals are, no, I'm like, dude, kill them faster. Then, yeah, if they're that sad, <laughs> let me eat them quicker. Yeah, I will say there was. I think it's only been like one or two ones, but it's it's it's, it's videos from China where like they'll show them like killing them fresh on the thing like right in front of you. I'm like, damn, that sucks. I'm still gonna eat it, but like, damn, I don't. You know, I mean, they do the same thing here. Yeah, I'm like, they'll I'm not gonna them lie up to you. and then cut their neck open. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. To you. I'd prefer it dead by the time I get here, but. Yeah, I don't feel a thing for fish. Oh, dude, I take one down. I don't feel a thing for fish. When I was a kid, though, um, I thought it was a crime that they that they that I could look a lobster in the eye and be like, "I'm gonna kill you and eat you." I made my mother. She was given lobster, and I made my mother return them to the sea. I don't think that worked out well for the lobster. No, I killed it when I threw it. Yeah. Yeah, it landed on a rock and exploded. I feel really bad. Dude, you're. Dude, it was like an entire day because I like an entire day of just telling my mom like, no, you can't eat, it, you can't eat it, and she was all excited. She like bought the thing. She didn't even have a lobster cooker, but she bought like a pot for it because she was excited. She's like, I don't get lobster much. I'm gonna treat the family to some lobster. A friend of mine gave me like four of these things, and I was like, no, mom, we're gonna save them. She was like, no, honey, we're having dinner. I'm like, no, we're not. We'll have peanut butter jelly sandwiches. We're not doing this. So I talked her out of it, and she was like, all right, we'll save a life. And, uh, and we, we like let them go. And then I was like, well, I, I want them to be in the water. They like the water. So I like picked them up and threw them into the water and I threw them really hard. And the last one I just hummed. And I remember seeing, cause my arm did not like, I didn't let go quick enough. And so when I let go, the last one just veered left and I hear a loud crack splat right off the rock. And I just ran back in the car. Like mom's like, dude, Throw them in the water. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Just drive. Oh, just go. No. You're a monster. Yeah, I had to live with that. Just looked myself dead in the mirror that night. I was like, you're a murderer. Yeah, dude. I never did that. I I was all about the meat. It didn't <laughs> I would go back when back when lobsters apparently weren't that expensive, and yeah. there were lobster tanks in every every grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'll just stare at them like, which one of you probably tastes the best? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't about it. And then this is a little bit off, but uh, Girl Scout cookies. Okay. I would always look at Girl Scout. I think I'm the opposite of other people. I would look at Girl Scout cookies and I was like, meh. Yeah? I don't care about a Girl Scout cookie. I I lost my I lost my shit for them. I like the peanut butter ones. Those are really good to me. Yeah. I've never been a mint guy. I don't like mint cookies or mint anything. Yeah, those ones are the... I don't remember what they're called. The mint ones that you put in the freezer usually. Klondike bars, mm, I think are. Mm, the Klondike bars are not a... a a Girl Scout cookie. Oh, Thin yeah. mints. Thin... Okay, sorry. Thin mints. Yeah, I never did those. The our neighbors, when I was a kid, the ones they they had two daughters. They were kind of neighbors. There were a few houses down. They were the ones that my sister would babysit. Um, they came over one time. I was home alone. Like I said, I don't have a babysitter. <laughs> so <laughs> I was home alone, and there was a knock at the door. I was oh. like, I don't answer the door when I'm home alone. I'm a child, crushing it. And I was in a robe. Okay. I was lounging, bro. I was lounging. I was dude, in a row. Kind of like, are you? No dude? clothes underneath. I was Ordering having a good time. salmon in a restaurant. I was having a good time. Free balling it in robes yeah. when you're like six. So I, yeah. Dude, I, well, I was older <laughs> than six. I was like 14, okay? Oh, okay. Like, it's better. It's, it's better when you're 14. Okay. Yeah, I was free balling in a robe, home alone, knock at the door, and then another knock, and then a ring. And I was like, dude, these people are persistent. So I got on the ground. Yeah. And I crawled to a different window. And I opened the, the blinds a little bit to see who it was. Mm-hmm. They just so happened to be looking at the window oh, no. that I cracked open <laughs> to look through. And they saw me, and I, like, just hit the ground. And they're like, we know you're in there. And I was horrified. What? Yeah, it was two little girls just screaming at me. Why? The and they're like, we know you're in They were trying to sell Girl Scout cookies. Oh, my God. And I think they all thought it was kosher because my sister's the one who babysat them. Oh. Little monsters is what they were. Dude, they so scarred So they were just screaming at me the whole time. And the parents, I think they thought it was funny or something. Yeah. But they were they were just losing their minds. And I was like, I'm not going to answer the door. Yeah. I'm going to keep pretending I'm not home. They know I'm home. They <laughs> saw me. The jig is up. They saw me, but I'm not going to be home. <laughs> and then whenever my sister would go babysit them, I was kind of like. Yeah. Damn. Why, why are you going to their place as a babysitter? How could you? Yeah. That was I uh 
I was always confused when I, I remember my mom went and got Girl Scout cookies once, and I was like, all right, dude, we're going to buy them here. And then she, like, wrote something down, and we walked away cookie-less. And I was like, what the, f- what is, th- hey, hello, where are the cookies? She's like, we ordered them. I'm like, excuse, what? She's like, Tate, they don't have cookies for everybody here. You buy them from a catalog, and then they, they give them to you. I was pretty blown away. I was I was at least, like, 14. I probably should know how Girl Scout cookies worked at that point. But I, I definitely d- knew. Blown away. There, people did it in different ways. Okay. Because growing up, I also was in a similar situation where you would just, families would order it. They would yeah. say, I'll take two cases of Thin Mints, uh, three cases of Samoas, yep, yep, whatever, yep. yada, yada. But then when I was in college, I remember I was getting out of class. Genius move by this family. A little girl, little Girl Scout girl, had, uh, what are they called? The little red, the little, you, you, you wheel it around. Wagon. Wagon. She had a little, one of those red rider wagons. That's the fucking cutest thing. She had piles of boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Oh on my it, goodness. Walking around the college campus. Dude. She's like, do you want any Girl Scout cookies? Dude, she would sell out. Yeah. As she walked through. And the mom, I was talking with the mom. The yeah. mom was like, they get really mad that we do this because she's winning. <laughs> right? She's winning. And I was like, what do you mean they get mad? And she's like, they get mad because they think that this is cheating. And I was like, isn't it the money supposed to help the Girl Scouts? Yeah. Who can, You're still helping the Girl Scouts. Like, you should be selling more. Yeah, you're also teaching your daughter to find genius ways of, uh, of sailing, selling here. I think here. there's also something with, like, jurisdictions. Oh, <laughs> what? Like, what? I think you have your own part of the city that you can sell in. No and way. People are like, you can't go. Just because your part of the city has the college on it doesn't mean <laughs> you should be allowed. Because my kid... Dude, we're next to the highway. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Dude, that sucks. But yeah, made a killing on those things. Yeah. yeah. Girl Scouts, are, yeah, I never did, uh, like, after. Uh, I remember I did a little bit of Boy Scouts. And I did, uh, I think, like, half a Boy Scout. Like, I don't know what if they have, like. You did half a Boy Scout? Yeah, I was going to say, like, terms or, <laughs> like, a mean? season or, like a, th- uh, uh, like, a, uh, like, a two-week course. I don't know what it was, but I definitely did not finish the course. Yeah, and you I just stopped out. showing up. Yeah, I remember I was really pissed because like I showed up and I thought we were going to be, um, I don't know, I had this idea that we were going to be called something. It was really weird that I nitpicked this, but... We thought you were going to have a team name? Well, no, I thought it like it was animal related, so I thought we were going to be the, the Cub Scouts or something like that. Like I thought we were going to be names, I think I was like, I thought we were going to be Eagle Scouts or some shit like that. Eagle Scout is very high level. Didn't know. You have to be a Boy Scout for a long time to be an Eagle Scout. And then I remember like I went there and Wolf was the was the animal we kept talking That's around. so cool. I tagged out. I was like, I don't want to be a wolf. What did you want to be? I don't know. an Eagle. Yeah, dude. Dude, what's wrong with a wolf? Listen, man, That's I don't so know. That's so cool. <laughs> I remember. Because you would also be in a pack with each other. Yeah, I think that was the, that was the entire group, premise the wolf of it. wolf pack. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. I tagged right you out. You wanted to be an eagle, which means you have to be a Boy Scout for like 12 years, and you have to get, on average, X amount of badges every single year. You yep. have to help old ladies cross the road. You have to do X amount of hours of community service, bro. Yeah. How do you like? How do you help old ladies? Like, there's no. Is that just the trust system? I just helped an old lady cross the road not a month ago. Really? Yeah. Well, no, that's fine. That's I've done that before. That's fine. But I mean, like, how do they know you did it? Do you yeah, go over and be like, tell them? Yeah, be like, be like, I yeah, I did it. Don't worry about it. Her name is Susan. Well, you probably tell them what badges you're going for. Ah, okay. this is what I'm going for. If I see it, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, I remember there was a, a kid. I thought you were gonna say, "How do you help an old lady cross the road?" But <laughs> no. like, you're out of your mind if you don't just know how to. You don't even have to be like, "Excuse me, old lady." Yeah. Obviously, walking is hard for you. Yeah. You can just slowly walk next to them. That's I, that's what I did. I didn't I didn't like grab her arm. I just, this lady was walking very slowly. Mm. I was like, cars might get mad that she's walking longer than it takes to walk across the thing. Yeah. So I'm going to walk just as slow, kind of next to her. I've done, uh, I've d- when I saw a old lady going uh, across the road, she had a little walker. And it was one of those things where uh, the people can go right all they want. So people just flooring it to the right. Uh, and so I, I peaked my my uh, the tip of my car over into the, their lane. So they had to immediately stop before going. 
just so I was like, in case some dude comes flying down here to pop a right, and this old lady just barely makes it in front of him, they just blow through her. Yeah. So I was like, hold on, jump. Yeah, I actually just um, an older lady. I just let her cut in front of me at uh, at Chase the other day. I mean, not the other day, today. Oh, uh, she uh, she was just standing behind me. She was just kind of like looking at her like fourteen receipts, and I was like, "You can you can go ahead of me." I had two seconds to do something, and they're gonna be open like other cashiers. So I was like, "You can you can take this one." She was like, "Oh, thank you so You're much." You're kidding, man. Yeah. There was there was one time. This was like a, I did not appreciate this. I shouldn't say that before I start talking about the story. <laughs> I saw a blind guy crossing the street. Jesus. And he was he was going. I was on the other side. So we were going to be passing each other. But he started, he's tapping away to see if anything's in front of him. And he starts going sideways. Okay. So he's not he's no longer just crossing the street in the crosswalk. He's starting to just go into the off, road. Into yeah. the road. So I just I quickly go up to him. No, excuse me, sir. I'm gonna. Um, I, you're going a little bit the wrong way. I'm gonna put my hand on you because I didn't want to just ah and just yeah. grab a blind guy because he's like, I mean, he's got a weapon at yeah. that point. So I was like, excuse me, sir. Uh, you're going a little bit the wrong way. So I, I put my, I like put one hand on his back and then one hand on his arm so I could help lead him across. And the person that was waiting at the light was like, thank you so much for that, and got out of his car to oh. thank me. Uh. And I was like, get back in your fucking car. Yeah, what do you, hey. Get, get back in your car. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. now you're holding up traffic. I'm not trying to do this to get you to come out and give me a handshake. <laughs> it's like, bro, can you, it's fine. He was just having a hard time. I wanted to help him out. You, get out of here. Yeah. This isn't the time. Yeah. That's brutal. But I'm also a terrible person. So like when people, Damn. when people, if I'm crossing the street and somebody starts inching at me because yeah. they just want to start going, I turn and I pretend to kick their headlights in. <laughs> Like I just stand, I stare at them. Yeah. I pick one leg up and and do the first three quarters of of King Leonidas kicking the dude into the hole, dude. screaming "This is Sparta!" directly at their headlight and watch their face go, <laughs> and then point at them and like, yeah, yes, and then keep walking. I hate the I hate the people that like you're you're. The the lane was empty, and you're coming up to the stoplight, and you're slowing down. You are in no way, shape, or form coming up to this fast. You are crawling up to this line. Someone's walking across. They look at you like, could you stop? And you're like, bitch, bitch I'm, I'm not. I'm obviously in control of this vehicle. I will be stopping. I'm going to go to the line that you're walking next to. But sorry that it happens to be close to you. What do you want from me here? I hate that. Yeah. Same people who honk the moment it turns green. Oh, God. Yep. Those are the same people. Yep. Those are brutal. Either way, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the episode today. Today we actually have uh, the American pronunciation, which is... The American pronunciation or just the words? <laughs> the American name, which is uh, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Yeah, this one's uh, my choice. We're not, going, uh, we're not going filth today, and we're not going isekai. Thank you. God, we're not going for This one seems day. really wholesome, I hope. And I, I hope it's also funny. So I'm excited. It seems like it'll probably be a little bit funny. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed with that other Yakuza show. Uh, the dude where the um, the guy was a housewife. Like yeah, he, that, I didn't like it. Did you watch it? Well, I, I liked I what I, I saw him. from the, uh, I saw TikToks, and I was like, oh, dude, like it was an advertisement for it. And I was like, oh, that looks sick. And then I think it was you who told me, like, yeah, the entire show was like that. It's stills. It, yeah, was it was like, just stills. Wait, I was what? very angry. Yeah, because I thought that was, I thought they were doing that for the commercial. And I was like, that's a cute way to show it. But no, that's the show. I was like, yeah. that would bug They me. had very few moments where things were moving or walking. Yeah. It would just be, people are standing there, their mouths are open, and it's having them talk. It was just so, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I could have gotten over it if I kept watching it and I liked the story, but I did not like that it was... I was like, this is what this is what you're doing. Yeah, I'll just go play. I'll just pl go play one of those visual novel games then. Yeah, or I'll go fucking read the manga, if I'm already watching the show. Yeah, I'll read the manga yeah. and then have somebody flip book it to me. <laughs> exactly. But all right, let's get into it. Dick shot. I was gonna say it. Anime is such a female fantasy. See, this is why I hate anime. Because it fulfills the female fans. <laughs> Men don't really look like that, okay? In real life, you can't just get a close-up on a dick. Unless. <laughs> Unless. Great. Two years younger than me. 
He already has that under his belt. <laughs> now, dude, 28 is basically 30. They're really big on this close-up on the crotch. Yeah, dude, we're not sex objects. Oh, is it where is it her height? Oh, that's adorable. Is the camera angle kind of setting us up for being at her height? She's, she's so little. Oh, oh my God. Dude. He took his pants dude, off. Dude, took his, just humiliated that man. Dude. Look at a grump facing. What a power move. Jeez, my hand slipped and then put hot tea on them. <laughs> She's really happy he came, though. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> she want to show her dad. Oh, my God. So... That was one of the most wholesome anime I've ever seen, and uh, I don't feel that the world deserves such cuteness. You don't feel that the world deserves such cuteness? That was... I, I'm blown away how much I actually really liked that show. It was pretty cute. That was not only cute, I, I so they did something in the show that I really think set the tone for the the difference in not only size, but also where we view the world. You commented at one point uh, when we we were making jokes. We're like, oh, yeah, the dick shots. Uh, and then you were like, oh, is that the height that she's at? And it's it's so funny that the rest of the show, it didn't go down to that shot. It didn't do any of those shots. Instead, what it did was she wouldn't be in the frame. Only her head was because she couldn't fit. Like, she wasn't tall enough to be a full-grown person to be up where his thoughts were. The world kind of takes place up here. But she's this tiny little thing down here. And I, I think, like, I definitely feel they did that on purpose. And I, I adored it. It was that way until a few moments. When the lady came in, the lady that she likes that owns, like, a bakery or something. Mm-hmm got on her level oh yeah to be part of it he had never done that and then at the end of the episode he gets on her level for the camera to be down there with her too oh my goodness he did oh wow i also wow i did not think he was going to be such a cool character i thought he was going to be uh i thought the whole joke was that he was going to be a lot more brash uh is that it brass brass or brash Brash is fine. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a lot more brash because they introduced him as like kind of a killer, but he was already kind of like, I guess that just goes to show the respect of, of Boss. is like he, he understood the assignment. Yeah. He has to have a delicate touch. He doesn't know how to do it, but he knows that he has to develop one. I was actually going to say, I don't know where they're going to go because he's already good yeah. at what he's doing. And she, it's the first episode and she already has accepted him. Yeah, maybe maybe the show has a lot more lo- uh, longevity planned for an actual storyline M- instead of just kind of like I saw this as more of kind of like a, at least when I th- uh, the description I thought it was going to be a little more episodic of like him not knowing how to deal with such uh, an innocent cute little girl his his ways don't translate but he finds the medium and tries to learn as a person I thought that's how the show was going to be from what I seen at the end of the episode I think it might be more of more things are afoot. Like, people are going to be maybe trying to get involved with the clan. Really intense ending of that episode. Just just to hit home why mom's not in the family right now. She's in a coma. Well, I thought you were going to talk about the guy who's trying to kill him. Yeah, I, I was. I, I, that was the thing of the, the longevity is what I mean. Of, like, that he has, like, th- this guy has enemies that will probably be taking more place in the show instead of a cutesy episode. Do you mean procedural yeah i've said this before sorry i meant procedural okay yeah i, I don't mean episodic i always mean procedural. it is episodes yeah, so. yeah. I, i'm sorry i'm sorry that was my mistake procedural i thought it was going to be more procedural at least from kind of like the description or the pictures of it i was like oh it's going to be kind of like a cute little like oh little girls need cute backpacks or oh, like that kind of stuff kind of tri- like kind of childish this seemed a lot more serious in that development and i think 
seeing that it it possibly that the other like it's going to be a whole overarching story of the you know the boss has to try to hold down the fort where the fact is his daughter is motherless he's trying to overcome that by probably surrounding her with people that he trusts the old the older lady i don't know her relationship to the to the family and then him his most trusted confidant he's like i need you to have a softer side because i need her guarded and loved at all times like what if what if his wife was a sting that that would that would destroy him like what if that was another like what if that was another um you know, like people trying to go after the yakuza was them attacking his wife oh okay yeah i meant like a sting like that was an operation instead of just like an, a freak accident like what if that looms over him the entire season so he tries to overprotect his daughter and so maybe it's all slipping through the cracks. That's just that's a that's a lot of places this show could go. I am I am enamored with it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cute. I I just really don't. I have no idea where it's gonna go. And I thought it. I I thought it was gonna be more of them learning to be okay with each other for a season. Yeah. Not immediately being okay with each other. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with it because it was adorable how they went about it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they're already just. Yeah, crushing Hunky it. Hunky dory perfect. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening now. From <laughs> now on, I have no clue what the show is. Yeah, it's true. I thought especially from the beginning of him like showing like, damn, this is the one time I tried talking. He's just massacring these people. I really thought he was a lot more of a He's oh. so good at being like a good dude. Yeah, dude. He's, he, he's yeah. just really good at being a good person. Yeah. He has friends that he jokes around with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this is not this is not the grizzled kind of mean, doesn't understand how to have relationships because he kills people guy. <laughs> I, I, I really thought he was going to be like one track mind. You send him in because he kills people, not because he'll ever speak well. Mm-hmm. And you also kind of stay away from is what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I had no idea that he was going to be like, oh, yeah, no, he's really good at being friends. Yeah. Uh, he goes out. All the women love him. He's hot. So Absolutely blew my mind that he, the first thing he knew to do was to was to get the child. Like, you'd think the first interaction with uh, having to do both jobs, protecting the child and also kicking ass, he'd, he'd falter a little bit of showing a little bit or not sure how to do it. But he came up immediately with this really cute solution of like, hey, how about we play a game? It's like, that's... That's someone who's good with kids, dude. Very good with kids. <laughs> yeah, dude, you crushed and it. Great on his feet too, and also de-pantsed that guy really fast. So, yeah, it's not that hard. When you knock somebody out, you can take their pants off pretty fast. Damn, poor guy. Just the guy over was the, the guy had just said, "We can grab the girl to help us kill him easier." Oh damn it! Yeah, bro, I'm gonna <laughs> mess with that guy. I'm surprised he's not dead. I'm going to mess with that guy. Yeah. I'm going to humiliate him to the nth degree. I would have videotaped <laughs> his polka dot pant underwear. Yeah, dude. And put it up online. I'm like, always... You come after me or my daughter again. Yeah. Absolutely crush him. Or the the boss's daughter. Yeah. Actually, you shouldn't, probably shouldn't say that. I was going to say, probably want to, th- you'd rather them think it was your daughter. I thought immediately off the bat. The fact that the dude who just killed people, mm-hmm. who's going to have a little animosity toward him. Yeah. Walking down an empty street with the boss's daughter <laughs> might not be the best idea. I, <laughs> that guy who just killed people, beat a dude's ribs in. Yeah. Someone probably doesn't like him. Yeah, probably not. So you just put a hit out on your daughter almost. <laughs> just put a hit out on your daughter. Yeah. Because, of course, <laughs> if, if a dude's walking with a child. Yeah. If I want to mess with that guy, easiest way, grab the kid. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to me? Hate the kid that you're supposed to protect? Yeah. You now you now have to be a lot more delicate because I'm now grabbing the thing that you have to be delicate with. Yeah. Easy. Easy dubs. Get e- uh, W's in chat right there. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Grab it. <laughs> Hold them out, dog. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hurting kids. W's in chat. Yeah, no. The, uh, yeah, d- uh, don't... <laughs> You're the one that started this. You said W's in chat. You started this. What am I supposed to do? Besides say, like, tossing a papega or something? Don't. God damn it. I am always blown away at your knowledge of, of Twitch chat. Yeah, I... Uh, Giga hyper, bro. The, the boss was cooler, also a lot more collective, uh, collected than I thought he was going to be, too. I thought... Um, I, I am 100%. I was on that track. That the boss really? is going to be... 
He's I, the boss. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit scarier. He seemed mm. just kind of like a... Well, then again, we're also... I think the whole point is we're all... It's very uh, filtered with the little girls. Kind of like... We see that side of him. We know he absolutely adores his daughter. There's a very serious aspect of that. So it's... I already knew that going in there. But he's just... He was just like the first... Th- I, like It didn't translate as... like I thought there was going to be a little bit more of a connection. But he was just like the first meeting. He's just like, listen... You killed all those guys. Damn, you're good at your job. All right, next job. You're babysitting my daughter. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> okay. But I think it might be that he's, he's possibly grooming him for the next... What like, a choice of words. Is, it, is, that, is that the correct term of... Yeah, it's just like the show has to deal with a, a dude taking care of a child. And I don't know if oh, grooming fuck, is like the no, greatest thing I to meant, bring up. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant grooming him for the next title of Yakuza. Because he doesn't have a, oh, he doesn't have a, chi- he doesn't have a th- boy or anyone that would follow up in the, in the I, line. I thought, I thought he was kind of... You're, you go off the rails too much. Mm, possibly, yeah. Taking care of a kid is... I want to rein you in because you're going to start causing problems for us if you always go in and just kill the people. Yeah, it's true. Like, this wasn't supposed to be the way this went, and you yeah. just caved a guy's head in. So now we have even more issues. You're going to take care of your next mission. It's not going to go in yeah. and fight people. You're going to take care of a child so you understand that sometimes you need a more delicate touch. Mm-hmm. Although that's the kind of the direction that it was trying to go. Yeah. I am... Uh, I'm abs- that's, that's two shows this season... That have absolutely crushed uh, a little kid's perspective on things. I think before an anime, at least before this season, usually I've looked at, uh, like, you see, like, a little kid's perspective, and it, it almost seems kind of um, too cute in that way. Like, it's glorified, and then it's just kind of like the uh, the spectacle of, of just looking at them like, oh, look, they're so cute, and then you move on. But, like, that was adorable, and seeing also her like you know pulling his hand like no don't don't because she was shy to talk to someone she didn't know and that was a really pretty little thing to see you know the 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 old the older individual has to overcome the fact that she doesn't want him there and it's like she also would very much benefit from you being there that was a really pretty little thing that he had to play with a really nice use of showing a little child's perspective has no idea how to communicate that they would like one of their parent figures there she can't have it she also loves her parent figure enough not to blame them for it so she would quietly just accept it she's like okay i guess just no one's gonna be there i'm gonna draw a tree i know some kids that wouldn't quietly accept it that's true damn (laughs) there's some kids that would just go ape (laughs) (laughs) dude my mom uh i remember i wasn't there for my my parent teacher conference because apparently they had different parent-teacher conferences for different grades, and she went there for Tyler's. And uh, I then, for some reason, they also grouped in with mine. And I was like, I wasn't invited. I thought this wasn't supposed to be my grade. And so I wasn't there. She was in the wrong class, and she asked the teacher how I was. The teacher looked at her face was like, he's doing great. He's a phenomenal student. I told my mom, I was like, I've never been to that man's classroom. She's like, well... I would have done the same thing. <laughs> did, yeah. Did. Did you, was that a normal thing for you? What? Parent-teacher conferences? Yeah, it was. Uh, about once a year. Oh, we only had them. It was like, you did something bad, and now the teacher needs to talk to your parents. Oh, that was a thing. But no, no. There was a, like every, at least once a year. Not senior year. That wasn't, nobody, no parents came. Up through high school? Yeah, this wasn't high school. What was wrong with you guys' school system? Yeah. I don't think my parents, my parents only talked to one of my teachers once outside of it was a small town and they knew them. Mm. But there was one time we had to, I had a quiz. Mm-hmm. I was really young. So it was like this, this word, what are three other ways to say it? Yeah. And they were trying to guess not to say shut up. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, what are three other ways to say shut up? And it was supposed to be, be quiet. Can you stop being so loud? I wrote, uh, shut your pothole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, it. Well, I heard people saying I thought people were saying shut your pothole but they were saying shut your pie hole not much better no but the teacher contacted my parents and was like why did he say shut your pothole because she thought cannabis Jesus right uh, and my parents were like no 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 it's just we know people who say shut your pie hole and he <laughs> must have heard pothole 
and we'll we'll talk to him. Yeah. I was like, dude, I I thought I crushed the quiz. Yeah. I, I hear you got. I hear people saying, "Shut your pothole." The best part was my dad's like, "That's not what they say though." They shut your pie hole, Justin. <laughs> That's what he was upset about. <laughs> no, he wasn't upset about that, but he just needed to correct it. Yeah. He was like, they're not saying pothole. So, so we can set the record straight. Like, pothole here, doesn't make sense, Justin. Pie hole, because <laughs> you eat pie in the mouth. Yeah. Shut the pie hole. Also, don't say that in school. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know. What are three ways to say shut up? I feel like I crushed the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next time I go in, I'll write, shut your pie hole. No! Okay! Like, what am I supposed <laughs> I'm really to I'm really confused now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, no the, the parent-teacher thing was very, uh, if I remember correctly, it was just, uh, like, choice. Like, you didn't have to go. It wasn't mandatory or anything, but I think the parent, the, t- the school was doing a thing of, like, if you'd like to learn. Oh, open house? Yeah, it was exactly what it was. It was not, it, yeah, that's what it was. If you want to go in to check the curriculum, and I think mom had questions for Tyler's, um, Tyler's teachers. There was a reason Tyler was there and I wasn't. And I, I forget why. And then she she thought she met up with my my classroom. She was dead wrong. Dang. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I don't think my parents ever went to one of those things. Yeah. And this the the one I'm talking to you about right now the the pothole thing. They did, it wasn't even actually a conference where they showed up. I think it was just a call. Oh, like, hey, okay. So we need to talk to you about what Justin wrote on this quiz. No. Yeah. I so did. I would have been proud of my kid. My mom did get pulled in. Uh, at one point, they, uh, my middle school teacher or some whatever, uh, they overheard me talking about Halo, killing all, killing the enemies and ah uh, yes, grenades the, and the shooting, the boomers not understanding. <laughs> yeah, and so she, he brought my mom in and told my mom that he thought, very, he's very very uh handled the situation, very well, told my mother I was going to be the next Columbine. So that's two points against me. Kids were calling me that in school. Teacher told my mother that I was going to be the next Columbine. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't doing great for me. And Wouldn't I told have my even mom, blamed you if you did at that point. Yeah, dude, I'm like, dude, you're you guys are just making me out to be this. Mo- you made me like this. Yeah, no, I I very much was just talking about Halo with my friends. So boomers, am I right? Yeah, they never understood. Never. Teachers, because they did grow up in a very, they, you would talk about video games, and in their head, they're just Pong and Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> and Miss they couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> fathom that we were playing first-person shooters. No, like we're we're talking about playing Call of Duty online, mm-hmm. mo- uh, modern warfare, and World at War. It's like, dude, I threw the grenade up, and then it blew his limbs off, and it was crazy. Bro. I shot him right in the face. Yeah, yeah. The teachers are just. What is this? Yeah. Oh, it's a video game. They're like, they're lying. I've seen video games. You collect fruit. (laughs) They're lying. Yeah. No way video games can pull that off. It's like 17 dots. (laughs) The red square gets to the yellow square. I've played video games. I win solitaire all the time. Damn. Yeah, I met my mom was big on solitaire. Either way, I was gonna say the uh, this actually. I, I now I'm when I watched the episode, I wasn't sure if my topic was gonna be related to the episode. Mine doesn't. Mine super. Do- I was like, oh, cool. It, it really fits the description actually. So I'm gonna get into the into the Tage's topics. Tage's topics, the tits, 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 And I literally I wrote this at the beginning of it. It's very funny to think of <laughs> now that the episode did not shy away from it. So I said this may be a bit heavy for the episode, but Justin never shies away, and neither will I. Damn, bro. Yeah. Uh, do you feel it's possible to give a child uh, an innocent life uh, when you are? You, as the legal guardian, are soaked in red. How many times... Soaked in red. Right? Uh, how many times have you... Have we seen a character try to, quote, give the child a life they never had or do their best to give the child to a guardian who has a cleaner ledger than they do? Like, I feel like that's always a, a very big plot that they're always like, you know, like, no, I can't look after the child. You know you know what I'd done? I'd, I'd fuck that kid up. And so it's... I think it's something that... uh I guess I'm kind of wondering, do you think that di- like that dynamic could work? Like, that you could raise a child? And I, what's funny is I actually wanted to write a really good uh, example of it working. It's Eminem, Marshall Mathers. He, he, he very much... Ha- I mean, again, I, I can't say for Haley and um, his sister. Laney. Laney. 
um, the I can't say how well they grew up, but I, I like to think that they grew up in a loved household. It, it, Marshall seems like a very caring father, but he was also a brutal individual behind the mic. He absolutely sounded like a monster, and that's that's how he was a very tough guy behind the mic. And then, but also, I'm sure there was very loving, beautiful moments in that household. Well, he also has felonies. Yeah, exactly. So, quote, like, not hand-soaked in red, but he has this past. Do you feel that he, that as someone who has that kind of gristled past, do you think you can, you can still give a child? Yeah, I think the goal is always to give your child a better life than what you had or what you perceive to be a better life for them. I think if we're talking specifically about Eminem, there's times when he kind of discusses that he always wanted to keep his daughters out of what he had to go through, but in doing that and trying to keep them away and providing for them through his music career, he put them through a very similar thing with his fights with Kim mm. and never being home. Yeah, It was, I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to do all this stuff. And to an extent starts to understand that he's neglecting them. Mm. Um, he has full songs about, yeah, how bad he feels for touring all the time, and all the people love him and they scream his name, but he's never home for his daughter. And then even in some of his newer albums, talks about how he kind of wishes he didn't make songs about Haley and <laughs> and put her <laughs> name in the news all the time and and divulge their family living uh, mm. kind of stuff. I think the goal is always good. The goal is always to give somebody a better life. And I can't say that Haley does not have as bad a life as Marshall did when he was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Just the money aspect. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he actually didn't have his dad. Mm-hmm. So he kind of put her through a similar thing. He put his daughters through a similar thing, but not the same thing. Yeah. He was there, and he seems like he seems like a great dad. But I think... I think the the lumps you take along the way, if you've lived a life that is pretty rough and tumble, mm -hmm. through prison, um, checkered history, I think those can add to the lessons that you can give your kids to give them a better life. Yeah. You're not going to drag them through your garbage. And people who do, that's kind of messed up. It is. To, to put your kids in a situation that you had to grow up through. But I, 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 I don't know. It's kind of the, what happens at, at Christian camp? Kids go crazy fucking each other. Yeah. Because they're so sheltered. Mm. I think to an extent, people who have a rough life can teach their kids more than people who shelter them. If you went through some bad stuff, then you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know a little more and you can, you can impart that on your kids. Yeah. Uh, if you were super sheltered and then you shelter your kids and they can do no wrong, mm -hmm. it, there's a lot of times you run into those kids that they were never told no. Mm -hmm. They n never had to deal with that this, adversity. I was going to say, this is going to sound like a pretty brutal one, but a really good example of that exact scenario is Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that he had lived a rough and tumble life, but he definitely didn't live the life he has now. And he definitely had parents, he had troubles with his, uh, you know, not not too bad, but I, I remember hearing about his lifestyle back home. It wasn't, you know, when he grew up, it was, there were tough times. Uh, but now, I think in doing so, he overcorrected. And his whole thing of like, I want my kids to be able to do whatever they want, whenever they want, at any point. And you realize, like, you you make so much money and you have so much power. Your kids have the world at their fingertips, but because you've you want to overcorrect and you want... You want to give them everything you never had. You're giving them too much, and because of it, they're they're not respecting almost well, his anything. Son, his son tried to get legally to legally not be part of the family anymore to make yeah. Will Smith not his dad. Yeah, it's like, dude, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> like, your dad made it so you have the easiest life that you just skate through right now. Yeah. One hundred percent. This this kid's like, uh, our socks feet. Like he says stuff like that. Yeah. And, oh, no, I don't want you to be my dad anymore. I can understand. Uh, more money, more problems. I think that you do have problems when you have money. You can't take that oh, away agreed. from people. Agreed. There are, every human will have issues. Mm -hmm. No matter what. No matter what their tax bracket is. That 
screw that. If you if if people think that someone with a bunch of money is just fine, mm-hmm. then you're lying to yourself. Yeah. I even I was gonna say I even have like a little mini example of uh, that actually happened to my family was the very small scale, but uh, we went from a two bedroom where I shared a room with my brother. My mom was like right next door, very small apartment, you know, kind of cramped, but we very close, very close knit family. We didn't hide anything from each other. It was very it was a good time, and then we got my mom got a better job. We moved into a place where we all had our own separate rooms. My mom had a really nice room, Tyler and I, and then suddenly a massive like like a severe cut in our family like we didn't talk much we didn't do anything and we immediately were able to shut doors and be away from each other and then it was harder to communicate it was hard to get a hold of each other it was hard to kind of zero in and my mom thought it was going to be a rough time we actually uh we ended up moving to a place where again close-knit uh i lived with tyler again and then uh she was it was a one it was like a two-bedroom and she said like the the it immediately became more open it became more uh, family oriented again. Uh, and so it was kind of now looking back at it, throwing money at a problem was not the solution. It wasn't something that just kind of cured. She thought like, Oh, I'm going to make more money. Boom. But we're going to be happier. Yeah. But you know, there's times too, when a kid wants to be with their family, Mm -hmm. kid wants to be with their parents and their parents are always away working, right? Always away working, making a lot of money. And then, if you came from a difficult past, you didn't have much much money when you were a kid, but you had your family around. All you wanted then was the stuff because you're like, I have my family. Like, I, I want the Game Boys and everything. Yeah. So you grow up, you start making money, and then your kid's sad, and you start tossing gifts at them. Yeah, because that's what you that's what wished you, you had when you were younger. Yeah. yeah, and that kid starts to not even care. <laughs> they're just like, I don't, I just want you to be home. Yeah. You know? So it's just having all that money and having the work and everything doesn't, it's not always a, a cure all yeah. for people. It is, it is a, a tough bag. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think you're right. You, it's, you it's, never it's know someone else's demons. That's so true. try to be as open and happy with people as possible. You don't even know day by day what somebody's going through. Yeah. Somebody could be having a real bad day. They could be the nicest person on earth and something horrible has happened to them within the last few hours before you come face to face with them. Just have a little bit of grace. Yeah. A little bit of respect. Mm-hmm. You can think to yourself, oh, what a piece of garbage. But just try for a second. If they keep piling it on you, fight back. By all means. <laughs> I, kick, kick I'm not against. On. I'm not against if somebody's a dick to you. Uh, you can be a dick back. Yeah. That's completely fine. But we've all been in a position where our day has been horrific. Mm. And then you just, you do that little snipe at somebody because they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time in <laughs> yeah. front of you. You're like, I'm, I'm not that person. Yeah. I just, I just unleashed that on you because <laughs> you were right there. And I, I, I've been having a rough time. And, and if they hold that and just, they start coming after you for it. It's mm. like, oh, I was I, I guess this isn't me. I just am having a really bad time right now. So just reciprocate it sometimes. Yeah. Understand that people have a bad day or a bad <laughs> week or a bad month <laughs> and, and try to be gracious in the face of it. Hmm. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Are we get to the Jotos a little bit because it doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to rework it in my head. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, if, if you got it, then go for it. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it kind of, it it's okay. I'm just going to talk about it. Cause it's, it's a, I think it's a universal, it's a universal story to be told. All right. This kind of thing. If he was more grizzled because that's what I thought it was going to be a dude who's much more, uh, in the shit when it comes to the Yakuza, who's a cold blooded killer, not really one to be about helping or taking care of children but uh the last of us wolverine stuff like that where this dude whose job is to be grizzled or life has made them tough and calloused yeah and thrust upon them is a child like oftentimes it's it's a it's an older man and a young girl Mm -hmm. because a young dude you kind of smack around yeah like if it's a son figure, you smack him around. You teach him to be tough. Like yeah, there's also dirt on it. You can, you can. It's gonna sound bad, but like there's a level of like, 
you can look at them and be like, this is this could happen to you. This this easily can be you. So, you know, you're smacking around, like, toughen up a little bit. So you're tough enough so that this happens doesn't hurt you as much. What's happened to me doesn't hurt you as much. But, but I, I would even, if it's a young boy and I'm, you know, I'm in a situation where I'm calloused and my heart has kind of cemented over, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you got to do this too. Yeah, do this. <laughs> You're going to grow up and you have to be in this position. Yeah. You have to be the one to make the, the tough decisions. So it's oftentimes that older guy and the young girl, mm-hmm. they come together and they impart knowledge unto each other. I think it's universal in the way that everyone can relate to it. You don't have to be a young girl to the to relate to the young girl, and you don't have to be an old guy to relate to the old guy. Mm-hmm. You just will start to relate to the differences between them because they're so diametrically opposed. Yeah. He covers everything, never shows the emotion. She, young girl, shows everything. Will will go to whatever lengths. She imparts some on him to to melt the ice around his heart. Yeah. To to get him to to show his feelings a little bit more, get him not to distrust everyone around him. Yeah, and that, like a big thing too is is to watch the the real back of what being so gristled can do to this innocence in front of you. It can to, to uh, I think a really cool character arc is to watch the gristled man, the man who's been beaten down by life. You know he doesn't want to show anything, but then say the little girl will have a reaction to something. She goes to smell the flower. She does something because she, she enjoys. She's she's a child. She's enjoying life. She wants to explore. She has questions. But then the you know the gristled man he has a he doesn't have a reaction to it or he has a bad reaction to it. So then he possibly sees the child reel back, pull back their emotions, not become so inquisitive because she's like. He he wouldn't like it if I did, and that fucking crushes him. You then realizes like you're you're ruining them their 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 excitement. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is that that sh- that the this character, the young girl type character, will help him kind of get more of his humanity, but he will help her be stronger. Oh, like, what I'm trying to get to is they help each other be more well-rounded. Oh, okay. And Talking that's the, the universality yeah. of it. That's why you can watch it and you can understand both sides and you can kind of come to an agreement of we need all of it. Mm-hmm. We can't just be fully trustworthy, fully go off our emotions for all of that. And we also can't be someone who always shuts it down, is always uh, untrusting of everyone around us. We can't have... We can't be either side of it. And these kind of stories where they bring those two very different people together and they learn from each other and kind of come to a midpoint, that's what we relate to. Mm. Is understanding that it's all parts of life that make us. Yeah, That's why I think all of those movies, these shows, it's such a great trope to use because everyone can watch it, understand it, and learn something from it. Yeah. It's funny. We actually, uh, when we were writing the, uh, the questions, we, I, I brought up the last of us as well. I changed my, my topic a little bit, but the last, you said, what's that one game (laughs) with like the guy and the little girl PS3 game. And I was like, last of us. Cause I just finished typing the us in the last of us in my question. I brought that. I, I've, I've said this a couple times in, in anime and, and every time I see a story like this, I firmly believe the last of us was the piece of media to absolutely skyrocket this trope. I think the trope existed before, of course, but I really feel like at least like this generation or like this wave of media saw how like by storm, the last of us just conquered the consoles with a beautiful story of this exact dynamic of, of seeing how it worked and how it didn't at the same time. And then anime, movies, games, shows, the amount of content of this dichotomy of gristled, broken down, beaten by the world, almost fed up with it, man. And then innocence brought back in, given a chance, whether it be a little girl, a letter B, uh, little baby X2, whether it be baby Grogu. Which I firmly dislike. I I mean, I think it's been big for a very long time. Okay. Through Greek mythology, even. 
Really? Hades and Persephone. Like, I don't actually know the story of Hades. I know the. I, I remember like the uh, the uh, in in school. I had to. I did a co- uh, comedy speech of it, so I learned a Cliff Notes aspect of the Greek story. I do not know. I just think that this type of thing has been around hmm. in human writing and art and everything for so long. I just think it's ingrained in us. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff. I think most stories are ingrained in us. I think most stories are almost the same story told in slightly different ways. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And I think this is one that has been with us for so long. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that people try to do nowadays. Everyone tries to turn things on their head. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're not going to take the same stories and just do them that way. We're going to we're going to make it so you don't expect it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, you're making a garbage story. Yeah, because they're not making a story. They're just they just want to be yeah. New. I just want to tell this thing. Well, you ended up telling it to four people in the audience and everyone else hates it. <laughs> yeah. You can't just focus on something like that. You have to tell a human story. Mm-hmm. And I just think that this, it doesn't have to be the the old man and the young girl, but it just, the things that diametrically oppose each other. Two characters that are yes. so different and have to be next to each other mm-hmm. and have to live and have to learn is so many stories. But yeah. it's almost perfected in the old, older guy and the young girl. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they teach each other so much. And we have ideas and understandings of the differences between those two, the archetype. Mm-hmm. The archetypes of those two are so different. Yeah. I but they represent both sides of the spectrum of humanity. Yeah, and I think there's a there's a beautiful loss in a uh, beautiful telling of the story of the loss in either. Uh, say like if one because you know we how we all want it to go is they work out together like they you know uh, they help each other grow. Uh, but stories like I mean spoiler, it's been on for a while. But Logan, um, you know they it's a beautiful story that it did not end well, and it ended with also her becoming a little bit more beaten uh not not beaten down but a little bit more calloused earlier than i'm sure logan wanted her to be which sucks but that's as you said that's a human story that's a that's a human story that can that we a lot of us can agree to it's like i grew up too early yeah yeah life sucks it does not wait it's not like well they have not uh, finished school i'm not gonna pile on some baggage yet i'll wait like no Usually that that happens at any time, like at the even this anime, like you know her father is a, a leader of a yakuza. He's this man is has extremely important business to do, and I'm sure she knows an element of what her dad does that's important. She probably doesn't know the, the details, but I'm sure she gathers from the people visiting the house. And she probably knows more than he wants her to know. Probably, and that probably fucking crushes him. That I'm sure that's like. So little moments where she brings a picture to him like that. I drew this. I'm so, I'm sure he is so excited to be able to Because in the thing, he was so angry. Oh, oh yeah, that he couldn't go. Yeah, he can't, he uh, he obviously can't just show up at her school. No. As the parent and If they jumped a dude who kind of worked for the Yakuza in an alleyway, Lord knows what they'd do to the the leader at a school. Blow up the school. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Fuck. Dude, civilians don't matter. Nope. Crushed We're it. Got him. Yeah. So that's, it's a, a lot. Yeah. I think it all narrows down to just telling a human story and it, it, people relating to that, that element of, uh, either, uh, sad that they can relate to it or really excited to watch characters grow. Yeah. I think the watching characters grow is the big one. Why else would we watch something unless we can learn from it, or at least a bit of it from, uh, to, to add to our own quiver of humanity? Yeah, agreed. I think that's what most of us watch stuff for, is not to not to get an allegory of this is what the times today are like. You need <laughs> yeah. to learn from them, but it's just there are humans in whatever situation, or it's elves and stuff. Mm-hmm. But to us, they're humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even if it's aliens, we're seeing them from a level of humanity. Yeah, if they have a firm understanding of emotion and yeah. they can register like communication, then it's, we can relate to that. Yeah, you learn, you learn little things from stories or the stories wouldn't be told. And you're, you're huge on not forgetting the humanity in stories. 
you're very big on, like you've, you've said many times in the podcast, you're like, I just wish, I hope they don't go grand with the story. I hope they stay right here on these two characters and let them grow. Yeah. Because that's what I want to see. I want to yeah. see them grow, and I don't need, like, there's a war growing beneath it. It's like, I don't care. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm all down for wars and stuff. Yeah. I'm all down for there being a massive thing about to happen. But we're following three characters. So there's a massive thing happening, and these three characters are living through it. Yeah. It's like the world. You wouldn't tell a story about all of COVID. <laughs> you would tell a story about the specific people that are dealing with the world they're living in inside it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't tell a story about the entirety of nuclear fallout about to happen between the U.S., Russia, China, and North Korea. Yeah, You'd tell a story about the specific people that are involved with the knowledge about it. And holding the humanity of those people and them having to deal with the fear, them having to deal with the knowledge they have over others, them having to deal with something specific, that's where the story is. Yeah, That's why... We have, we have the same hero's journey in almost everything. But you can like one more than the other because it deals with specific characters that you can get, al- get along with. That's pretty. That's, wh- that's what I like about stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to relate to a person. I don't like to relate to an idea. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I only like it when a character gets dragged into a video game. That's the only thing I like. But JJ's video games. So I don't <laughs> That's know true. Why. Yeah, JJ's games. <laughs> so I don't know why you would like stories about them being <laughs> in a video game. <laughs> all right, everybody. I think that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you all for joining us on this day. I guess whatever day you're watching it, I have no idea. But as always, we hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. And we'll see you next time. Bye.